The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, friends. I'm Cameron Rogers, host of Freckle Foodie and Friends podcast, which is now on Dear Media. Are you wondering what just happened to your life after having a baby or struggling with your mental health during postpartum? That was me just a few months ago. Are you working on healing your relationship with yourself, your body, and or food? Same. We are all on a journey to self-love and acceptance, and I am right there with you. That's what Freckled Foodie and Friends is all about, reminding you that no matter what, you are not alone. Make sure to tune in for season five, launching with Dear Media on November 9th and subscribe to listen to new episodes every Wednesday morning. Hi, I'm Iskra. And I'm Philip. This is Couplish. Time Time to to check check in. in. My loves, today we have on my girlfriend Jocelyn Davis and her hubby Chris. And honestly, my belly hurt from laughing, so you're in for a great episode. Such an inspiring couple. Check it out. Just in a couple short years, they've built a successful house flipping empire and are currently renovating their 13th property, a million dollar rundown hotel. And the best part is they've been sharing the whole process online in the cutest, funniest videos together. And today we're excited to delve into what it's like risking it all on starting a business that you want to do as a couple and what it looks like working together daily, staying motivated and being on the same page. We also get an insight on how they started doing couples therapy before they got married Mm -hmm. and how they prioritize communication, navigate disagreements and choose kindness. Can't wait for you guys to listen to this one. Welcome to Couplish. Ah, <laughs> thank you for having us. This is so exciting. This is like our maiden voyage maiden on a show voyage. together wow. ever. This is such an honor. Yeah. Yeah, this is exciting. I've never done a podcast in my life. Woohoo! Wow, Everybody so listening. Popping yep. this podcast chair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I like the sound of that. <laughs> so we have a special tradition on Couplish that at the top of every episode we check in. So, Philip, do you want to do a check-in? So, we ask each of you, how are you feeling spiritually, emotionally, and physically? I love that holistic Mm. vibe. See, it's something that we do, like, all the time, especially during dinner. We check in with each other just to, like, make sure that, like, you know, we know how each other's feeling and and know how to support each other. So We need to take notes. I like it. No, I'm a fan. Why don't you go first? Spiritually, I'm actually feeling really, really good, really Mm. connected. I'm in a really great place, I think. Mentally, (laughs) kind of all over the place, (laughs) to be totally honest. And physically, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm, feeling solid. healthy yeah very caffeinated so i don't know <laughs> listen what that's the jumpsuit but... the jumpsuit if you are only listening to this let me tell you it's like it's like foxy cleopatra vibes oh my gosh i love Ooh. a jumpsuit until you're nude in a public bathroom. oh that's true <laughs> because it's a struggle. there's only one way in and one way out know, were we at right. church that one time when you had a jumpsuit on and you went to the bathroom and then you came out and you're like my <gasps> zipper is stuck and i can't get my oh, clothes back yeah. on so we had to leave too. church like right before it started yeah he had to cut me out of my jumpsuit after <laughs> no church but it was true. pretty way. funny him trying to like zip up my zipper in front of a bunch of people straight to it we're checking in there and we're we getting go. straight to it i said spiritually emotionally right i didn't say emotionally 
Oh, emotionally, mentally, yeah. emotionally. Mm. Emotionally. Ups and downs. <laughs> I can attest to that about her. I do have ups and downs. I would okay. say as I've aged, I turned 40 this year. Okay. I really allow myself more and more to have those emotional ups and downs. Good. I used Good. to not allow it. I used to like shut it down. Mm. So now just in time for marriage, <laughs> emotionally, I have my ups and downs. Okay. But I'm good. I feel pretty good. Good. Nice. Physically, you didn't say it. Physically, I'm no, feeling, I'm feeling healthy. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling yeah. caffeinated. Okay, good. A little jittery because of that, but overall <laughs> really, really good. We good. just went on a little vacation, so I'm oh, just feeling nice. rested. Nice. Mm. Everyone needs a vacation now and again. Yeah, that is that? a part of my religion yeah. by the way no, what's beautiful. that new uh workout it's like a this intense dance class you're doing and you're like ah, you can barely <gasps> walk after. by simone have you ever heard Ooh, of it i've Whoa. seen that on social media i've definitely seen next it next time you're in town come okay. with me i have no idea what i'm doing i look ridiculous <gasps> am i going to be able to walk afterwards you won't even care because you'll have had so much fun. Okay, I love that's it. That's what it's about. A fun workout. Mm -hmm. wow. Exactly. You guys are, I've seen you guys work out. We do uh, like to yeah, work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so right. physically, yeah, I feel pretty good. Spiritually, pretty good as well. Mentally, kind of a little bit stressed. I woke up at like 4 a.m. today. Like, you guys ever have those thoughts where it's like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you wake up and you start worrying about these things that you probably shouldn't even care about, but you're like, they seem like the biggest issue in the world. You're like, I got to get up. I got to get up. I feel like I'm the opposite. I feel like I have those before or like when I'm in bed and I'm lying there trying to get to sleep and I'm like, oh God, I need to write that down. Oh God, I need to do that. And yeah. then like, I'm like stressing at that time at night and I'm like, oh, I really should just get this done and then I can sleep afterwards. And then it's like another hour and a half. And for me, it's always like super <laughs> illegitimate fears. Like I'll be mm. thinking, I wonder if my sister has been to the dentist lately because gum health is so important. <laughs> I should probably text her right now. Like just the most ridiculous stuff. I'm a oh catastrophizer at times. Catastrophize. I've never heard of that Never heard? Did <laughs> you make it up or is that a legitimate? I don't know. I might have made I it like up. I like it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to use it. Start using <laughs> that <laughs> word. It's a good one. It works. But like one day I was just like, I'm so happy you don't do steroids. And he's like, what are <laughs> Wow. I'm like because what if you did and like <gasps> there's health implications he's just like oh my gosh who I've am I actually said to? no I've said that to you about yeah. weed I feel like randomly I'm one so day like thank you so weed. much for <laughs> not smoking. choosing that life that's beautiful there you go I don't I don't anyone yeah. can do it it doesn't bother me but like it's helpful it really is you know you're productive Absolutely. you know the house doesn't smell so thanks nice. <laughs> appreciate that a great thing you know so for everyone listening me and Jocelyn have known each other for a very long time, in my opinion, like in this world. Oh, a long time. I feel like a I've long known time. you. I don't remember not knowing you. I, <laughs> I, so I think that's actually a good sign. Right, we met probably four or five years ago, which in five years internet ago. world yeah. is like 2000 years. It is. With the way things wow. are moving and grooving. For sure. But we were fast friends. When I met you, I was mm -hmm. like, who is this stunning creature <laughs> with just a beam of positivity surrounding her who's oh. doing amazing things? changing the landscape of culture and the internet and also like so down to earth like let's go to brunch Aww. kind of vibe it's a it's a very uncommon combination that you have and it's very attractive so i was like i want to be friends with her please sign me up and then, I we, be, yeah. then we got to work together we which was so together. cool i mean mm -hmm. really you did all the work <laughs> let's be real you get all the credit for your mirror your mirror challenge show that yeah you, did. you know that that was one of the like reasons he fell in love with me Pivotal he came moments. he came and watched one of the episodes being filmed yeah, what's the brief that. synopsis of that 
So the mirror challenge is how I manifested this show where I could help people who have been through different things, say they've been through an eating disorder or maybe abuse or they've gone through infertility and they've gotten to a point where they kind of lost themselves and uh, don't know how to view themselves in a positive light. Yeah. So I come in and I'm like, hey, these are some tools that you can use. My main one is looking in the mirror and figuring out what is the narrative that you are telling yourself every day. Because I bet you it's probably negative. And a lot of the times what we saw was that it was the voices of the bullies, the voices of the abusers, mm. like things from the past and traumatic yeah. things. And they would tell themselves that in the mirror in the morning. And it just sets you up to, you know, think about that all throughout the day and essentially define how you feel about yourself. So it's going back. It's kind of like unloading that and then getting them to say, how do you actually want to feel? What are the words you actually want to use to define yourself? Mm you get to create that. And so really empowering them and like doing post-it notes on the mirror so they remember that, shouting it out loud. And like, it's only a one day show. We filmed it in one day, but the switch of their mindset. Life-changing in front of your eyes. Yeah, literally. it was really special. It was definitely one of the highlights of my whole life and career. Wow. And so, yeah, Philip got to be there on set when we did it. Yeah. You were like, whoa, whoa. I'm in love. Uh, yeah, because this is real. Because, you know, you have, especially back then, like social media was like a lot less addy. And mm -hmm. like, you know, you got mm -hmm. to like really like taking, people's, con it, yeah, right? taking mm -hmm. people's content. And like the content that she was posting just seemed like real genuine real like nice and kind and like selfless so to be in that space and to see it in real life and to then to see the effect that she had on people and to see their change and see their switch was like oh this is this is a real this is like, it. i need this yes absolutely in any capacity yeah i need this flash forward life. a few years it's <laughs> right? working they trapped me with a right. Had, had a baby. You know what I'm saying? That's when I thought pregnant. I got to get her pregnant immediately now. Oh my so, gosh, what the cutest child right. ever! Sorry. So we do need to know how you two met. Oh my god! Because I feel like that's gonna set us up for the scene, and mm -hmm. so we can like delve a little bit deeper. But how did you meet? When did it happen? It's actually kind of funny. Okay. Chris and I met like all couples in Los Angeles through reality TV, <laughs> which is crazy because it's actually true. It's so mm -hmm. funny. So I was on The Amazing Race. It was all yeah. internet people, mm -hmm. all digital creators in 2015, the end of 2015. Yep. Mm. And after I got eliminated from the show, spoiler alert, I did not mm -hmm. win the show. <laughs> it was still such a great experience. I became really good friends with the casting director mm. because she was basically required to babysit us and make sure that we were happy after we got eliminated from the show. It was the best two weeks of my life. We were in <laughs> Bali just hanging well, out. And she was it. like, as we got to know each other, her name's Jody. Shout out to her. She's my fairy godmother. Yes, Jody. She was like, oh, I have these guys. Actually, one guy in particular that I feel like you should meet. Maybe Ooh. like work together. She's like, but also one of them, like, hmm, maybe you could date. <gasps> so the week we got home from the show, she obviously discussed with him. We met up for a group meeting wow, with like his business partners really... at the time. She went for it. No time wasted. <laughs> and it was a business meeting at Runyon Canyon at a hike. Like also wow. the most LA thing of all time. So LA. Like, who's having a meeting on a hike? But it Actually was... not Runyon, it was Franklin. Oh, Franklin, <laughs> oh. right, because that's where we got engaged. I should have yes. remembered that, you should so remember. rude. Mm -hmm. Anywho, yeah, so it was really also just kind of like 
this this meeting was a fake setup so that we could meet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. What do you remember from that day? You know, I just remember the Jody, the casting director, called us or called me. And she was like, I have this girl. Everyone loves her on set. Yeah. And, you know, you got to trust her. She's a casting director. She Her job is to <laughs> right. read people. Right. Like, Basically she's going to probably matchmaker. pretty. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, OK, I trust her. So the hike ensued, what, like a week later? Yeah, but then wow. he took like a solid seven years to kiss me. And I was like, is this guy work zoning me? <laughs> no like totally work zoning me, I thought. Mm-hmm. And I was there was one night I went over to his house and I was like, this guy doesn't kiss me tonight. I am never coming <gasps> So back. how did you make the move? So like, hold on. Was, what? Wh- why? What were the fr- was there a yeah. friendish? Like there was like the friend vibe or like who mm-hmm. nobody wanted to cross the line. Mm-hmm. Like what was that like? You know, I don't know. We were I- never friends. We yeah, were no, just always dating. Yeah, we were always <laughs> just dating. I mean, it was always under that context. But like you, I got out of a relationship only a yeah. few months before meeting right. her. So yeah. I was not in a rush, rush at all. At all. Mm-hmm. She didn't even actually know how recently it was that I got out of a relationship. It never really... I'm like, go have fun by yourself. Go live your <laughs> yeah, life. Like, yeah, that's yeah. my vibe. Like, get over your old relationship. Yeah, it never yes. even came up. And then I just told her like years later, it was like, <laughs> oh, it was like two months before I met you that I was like dating someone. <laughs> <laughs> but to my defense, I was ready, already mentally out of that relationship for yeah. a while. Right, right, right. So anyway, just taking it slow. And I don't know, I, it was probably five dates for real. And and he always says, but it worked. That's Whoa. my, that's my defense. That's my defense. I'm it still worked. mad. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, the slow game. if the vibes are good, kiss on the first date. Yeah. I, oh. I think so. Maybe not first date always. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm a little traditional in that way. Mm-hmm. But not like the fifth date, date when we're hanging out for like seven hours <laughs> oh, together. That's nice. You know. So but, y'all cuddled up and everything. Like everything. everything. Oh. Like one of the first, like that's one of the first. Like, I don't. One of the first. I don't even know what to say right now. <laughs> he has no personal space. Like he's very affectionate. I'm surprised yeah. you're not touching me right now. Mm-hmm. No, I know. But I think it's the microphones. We can fix too that. Far away from yeah. each other. Can you move us closer, please? No, but I mean, one of the first dates, I like laid on your lap, like just with my head. And she's like, what is this guy doing right Literally now? Literally our first date. He's like, do you mind if I lay on you? I was like, no. I was in and I was like, what do I do with my hands? Do I touch oh, him? Oh, I love that. That's sweet. That's endearing to me. It, it I is. like that quality. It's, and then we did. The comfortability. We just, we just took our time with our whole relationship, mm. I would say. We dated mm. for almost four years before... Yeah, we, we got married. Yeah. Yeah. We, we never talked about our feelings towards each other. We were not <laughs> Facebook friends for years. I don't even know if I followed her on Instagram for that's years. hysterical. <laughs> so everything about it was glacier pace. But again, it worked. worked. When did you meet each other's parents and family? Oh my gosh, this is so mortifying. <laughs> <laughs> so at the time, my parents had gone through this crazy, they'd been in a crazy accident. So mm. I had moved home at the age of 33 to live with my parents. Okay, oh, living at home with your parents. It was. I'm glad I could do it, yeah. but like it was hilarious yeah. living right. with my mom and dad in my 30s. And so towards the tail end of that, when they were like healed and back up on their feet was when I met Chris. Mm. So one day we were just supposed to hang out. I didn't think my parents were going to be home. <gasps> And he came over and I had made him a birthday cake. My parents didn't even really know I was dating anyone. Right. So they get to their house to find me with this man and I made him a birthday cake. My parents were so confused. Like, who are you? What are you doing here? She baked and she baked you a cake. My dad, I just remember he was like stress eating, just like chips, chips, chips. He was like, who is this guy? And they're the type of parents that will never say anything. They'll never ask her. 
They'll mm. just watch. They're just watching what's going on. So it was I remember way even too at, soon. It was uh, like after two months, I was mortified. I was like, oh my, I felt like a teenager. Like my parents I know, are so I weird. I feel like that when my friends just kept talking about Philip. I was like, can oh, you stop yeah. talking about Philip in front of my mom? Because all she's going to do is ask these questions. Yeah. And for sure, she was like, so, so, who, so who's Philip? Yeah. And I was like, not yet. Not yet. Mom, leave me alone. Well, I met her on FaceTime pretty early, though. I remember. Probably because everyone was talking about you. Not You're to blow popular. up your head anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Philip. It's Philip. Philip's going to be the one. Yeah. Everyone like, knew. Give me some time. Everyone knew. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I remember at the Amazing Race premiere party at your house, I had my arm like around you or something. Oh. And you told me later, you were like, you were like freaking out, sweating because like you knew everyone in your family was watching. Was like, like, who is, is this what? guy? Why is that guy touching her? What's going on? Ooh, yeah, I mean, well, like, funny. I'm in my thirties, you know, and I'm basically like have reverted to fifteen years old. But I guess that's that. That's kind of what like sweet. Had my heart kindled. But. Yeah, it's good to have those butterflies, you know. <laughs> I think so. I think so. That's like always the goal, right? Is like mm-hmm. even when you're, we've known each other for almost seven years, mm-hmm. like constantly thinking of ways to like. Out love each other. Oh, which is that's so a Pinterest sweet thing to but, say. How to out love yeah. each other? Ooh, like try. That. That's the goal. I think yeah. that's like the secret sauce. Well, okay, zodiac sign. Oh my gosh, it's Taurus. so freaking funny that you guys Taurus. asked about this. Mm-hmm. I'm a Taurus. Oh, okay. yeah. And all um, of it's. I don't know. So neither of us are like super into like See, any I'm of the astrology it. stuff. But two days ago, I kid you not. We had our first conversation about this. Oh, so why don't you unpack? Right on topic. Why don't okay. you unpack what we discussed? Well, yeah. Well, and so you're a, what are you? I'm a Pisces, and again, uh-huh. I don't follow it a ton, but I have recently thought there might be something to the time of year that you're born, <laughs> and it actually being like true season- about you. Like, <laughs> like I don't, seasonally, I'm not into it. I don't think it's true, <laughs> well, but no, it no, might no, this- be something exactly, about right? no but there's a lot of people that talk about just the season yeah. so they're yeah. not even necessarily looking at the astrology behind it. they're just saying like people who are born in the winter or people who are born in the summer yeah that's like, generally that be- a little bit more where i am i'm not mm-hmm. too too into the details of astrology in general i don't mm-hmm. know but i i'm open to the idea there might be something to the season of the year that you're, okay. you're born and like, I'm having an effect to, on who you are i'm oh. open to any of the positive qualities <laughs> if they're like you're a taurus that means you're like friendly and hardworking. i'm yeah. like yep i am a that's- me. But like you're not me. stubborn, you're not like very bull. stubborn, <laughs> very stubborn. Yes. Not like bullhead. Like when you want something, you're not like full speed ahead. No, like, I, but, I am. So I think. Oh, okay. So it's interesting now after our conversation two days ago, mm. like predecessing this conversation. I feel like you need to do some scientific research, <laughs> right? <laughs> Chris is very into it. hashtag science. So you're like, the fact guy. You're yeah. gonna go and do facts, the research. Random facts. Mm-hmm. So and you said Philip, you're really into Aquarius, this. Yeah. I'm okay. So. Can you explain too, so. what what makes you really into it or what you're What what makes me really into it is when I was first trying to pursue Iskra, I looked up her sign. Which is Virgo. Virgo. So in looking at her sign, I was equipped with the tools to know how to like navigate our personalities and her and understand where things were coming from. And I also knew what she valued. I was like, boom, she's more of a thoughtful person. Like, it's not all about, like, the flashy to this to that. Like, it's all, like, it's real and thoughtfulness, like, which gave me the idea, like, one day she was going through something, and she hit me, and she was crying, and what I did, I was like, all right, this is a moment. So I sent her frozen yogurt. Ugh. With my favorite toppings. Oh, my gosh, with the favorite toppings, too? And she was like, 
That's the that's the sweetest thing that anybody ever done. I know, I know. I didn't want to big it up too much because he was like, "Oh, the bar's here, great." But I was genuinely like, "I've you know, I've dated other people, and I've been gifted Louboutins and fancy stuff." But that's who cares? Yeah, this was like, "Oh, he knows me." So frozen. You know, that's so thoughtful. Yogurt ice cream is my not, love like, language. Tr- that's not like usually how I wrote, but like I knew that yeah. that's something that would mean something to her. Mm. It's like a pre cheat sheet to the love bit. language 100%. test. Have you yes. guys done the love language test? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love can't wait to hear. To love that too. But, but that's yeah. interesting. I think some. Of, I think yeah. some of the things that I've given you have been like very like that like so very right. like nothing not not expensive just nothing but thoughtful yeah mm-hmm. and that really you've enjoyed that yeah i think men forget that i think there I is do, a lot yeah. of pressure for men to think oh, that yeah. they have to be financially ready to get into a serious relationship because women require these gifts these lavish yeah. gifts that's well, not that. it at all yeah. i would and i'm not speaking for all women but i do think that most of us like really really are grateful for just the thoughtfulness. Oh. You know? A card. A, a handwritten a card. Written and, yep. card. Yeah. The beauty in that. Or, yep. she, or she just loves when I plan anything. It right. could be a walk around the block, but like, hey, I've been thinking about this, this at six o'clock. We're yeah. going to go do this. Yeah. Or, he makes reservations. So like, or, like, or a reservation for anything. I know. She's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you thought of us in yep. advance. Like, yeah. Anyone so listening, do it. <laughs> do it. And especially, and I don't know if you relate to this, but. Being a woman who, you know, when we met, I was in my 30s. I had already achieved a lot in my career, mm-hmm. owned my own house, like had done a lot of things yeah. that I had kind of gotten all of the success that I wanted at that point. Mm. So I wasn't looking for a partner to provide any of that to me. Mm. I just loved him for who he was, not for like any of the I do would, would like some Louboutins. <laughs> that's not a bad gift, but I totally relate with what you're saying. And I think. Yeah, there is a lot of stress on men, and mm-hmm. really, it's it's about the froyo moment. Really it is you know? froyo moments. No, I think, and I, it's tricky, right? Because I know there are certain things that made it potentially easier for me to build this career than other people who are from a tougher place in life, right. are a person of color, are do have a disability, whatever it might be. So I understand my privilege. So I don't want to say like don't date for money or don't date for financial security because that sometimes that's necessary right. especially like if someone is trying to escape i can see how that is attractive attractive yeah, or absolutely. maybe even necessary sometimes yes. so i think that if you are able to you know making sure that you are financially secure first mm-hmm. can often be a gift in a relationship because yeah. that oh i can't actually leave him because i can't afford to live on my own or you know I can't afford to live this way. I think that that is sometimes keeps you in a relationship that you maybe aren't as happy in. Totally. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it is really valid to be like, can you get to a place where firstly your cup's full, right? Like Mm -hmm. you are confident in you, at least self-acceptance, self-love sometimes is really hard for people, but it's a lifelong process. It's definitely a lifelong and it changes and it goes up and down. But like have that cup filled, 
have like your own career, your own things going on. And then that person comes in and compliments that. Yeah. They and don't... I love the cup metaphor too, because yeah. it's like, I also think of the cup not full, but overflowing. Mm. So you have everything you need and you're like, I have so much extra. It's just flying out of the cup. Do you want some? <laughs> Do you want and then some? Mm. You, you know, but I think, well, I don't know. I have the tendency, I think, to like let my cup get low with like overwork and stuff. Right. So I'm working on the cup. There we go. No, for sure. And know? it also helped me to be more patient when she would get in those, I wouldn't say bossy, but Ooh. I would say assertive? more mm. assertive mm-hmm. and like those that. assertive moves and those assertive like moods of like, yo, I need this done right now in <laughs> this type of way because this is how I'm right. <laughs> this That's is how I'm right. <laughs> I'm just right. Like, do you guys want to start a group together? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can so, it be like, we don't know how to load the dishwasher group? <laughs> so, you know, like knowing like because of, you know, her virgoness, I'm like, okay, I understand. Yeah. So interesting. We're, I know this is going to be like a new mm-hmm. topic for mm-hmm. us. No, because once you go through it, once you start to really read your heart, you're like, Oh, wow. I thought I was just weird. (laughs) But this is... It's so crazy. (laughs) So So interesting. You did the love languages. Love the love languages. I recommend not only for dating relationships, but just people you're close to in Mm. general. Family dynamics can obviously be really complicated to understand, like, how do I love my siblings best or my parents or my friends or whatever? But for us, we did the love, or we kind of already knew the love languages that, yeah. or what ours were going into dating. Yeah. And right? are you talking about the one that's specifically on the book, based on the book, the mm-hmm. love the languages? Five love yeah, languages. The five. Yeah, no, I think it's really important. I didn't read the book. I don't know if you did, but I know the five and we went through them. And I think that is just a very valuable right. thing to know about relationships because a lot of times people think they're giving something because they like it. Mm-hmm. They just assume mm-hmm. like, why isn't why isn't my significant other like happy? Like all this stuff yes. I'm either doing or saying or whatever. And it's like kind of going past them. And I think it's really helpful to understand that mm-hmm. people want to be heard and seen in a certain way that might be different than the other person and vice versa. Maybe you see them giving love that it's not like what you resonate with, but you appreciate it that they're trying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what were the takeaways from the couples therapy? <gasps> oh my gosh. So we're both oldest children in our families Mm -hmm. we have a lot of similar traits one of them is probably overthinking everything Mm -hmm. so we went to like premarital counseling therapy whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. like way before we even got engaged kind of thinking like isn't this gonna work out is this gonna be a thing Mm -hmm. and it was so helpful i totally recommend to anyone watching or listening obviously vulnerable a vulnerable moment but it's worth it. It's worth what you learn and what you get out of it. I think we learned a lot through the experience. Yeah, no, for sure. And I was just thinking about what is, so I'm curious to all all three of you, Mm -hmm. what are your love languages that you like to receive? Yeah, to receive, yeah, mine's definitely, oh gosh, I feel like it changes with the different seasons, right? (laughs) As you get, you know. I'm trying trying to think what it is right now. I think it's been words of affirmations, which it wasn't before, but I think because of everything that happened during the pandemic and I think going through postpartum and figuring that out, he uplifted me with words in a way I never imagined I'd need Mm. because Mm. I did so much of that myself and I wasn't able to. I was actually giving myself negative affirmations Mm -hmm. a lot of the time, like I feel like a mess or da-da-da, I'm not productive enough. And Mm. you came in and kind of 
helped change yeah. my narrative when I needed it most. So I think lately it's been that just because the world has changed so much. My life feels like it's mm -hmm. changed so much and just your words and actions have just really helped make me feel supportive. Oh yeah, I do big up you a lot. You do. <laughs> Yo, yeah. really Words do. have power. Go they really do. really do. Yeah. Sometimes like you just need her, like, that too. Our voice notes are just like about an hour, but yeah. I really be going <laughs> crazy. I'm just now that I'm thinking about it. Yo, I really do be because we are together <laughs> all the time. I mean, we both yeah. work from yeah. home, so yeah. I don't know. Obviously, there are thoughtful things you do, but I think just being around you and like. I can always count on you to say something that's kind and uplifting and help me out. And I, so I think right now it's word of affirmation. Oh, maybe. What about you, you, Philip? What's your... <laughs> it's, it's, it is trust. And she <clears throat> gave that. I was like, yo, I, I don't know. I'm kind of like, because I, I, I do, like words are fun. I think maybe it was actions or what is it? What's the... Cause it's, quality, it's quality time. time. Yeah. Acts, Acts of service. Acts of service. Quality words. time is up there for me too. Yeah, so it's quality time. And, but she was like, yo, I think it's trust. And when she said, it, I was like, oh, yeah, it is trust. Because whenever I feel like I'm not trusted, that's when I don't feel like I'm loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, Good because one. in my last relationship, I didn't feel very trusted. And in, in that retro, I didn't think I earned, I deserved it. And like, then I didn't feel loved. And mm -hmm. like, I acted out too. Mm -hmm. right. But like, yeah. when I got with her and I told her like, yo, I messed up in my last relationship. And she was like, I don't care. I'm here for the person that you are now and who I think that you will be. Yeah, that's good. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, there's so okay. much freedom in that. Yeah. Right? yeah. I was like, okay. For both of you. Well, I don't know why people yeah. hold that over. Well, I get why people well, sometimes hold it over. They're yeah. apprehensive and they're like, well, I've experienced that. I don't want to get hurt again. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's always a blank slate with someone because mm -hmm. I want that too, you know? Absolutely. How I behaved or how I was in a previous relationship is going to be totally different with a yeah. different person in a new relationship. Mm -hmm. That's very true. So yeah, especially totally. if you compliment each other so yeah. well, mm -hmm. as you guys do. You're Aww. the best couple. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I actually, I do like that, though, a lot. Mm. I've thought about the being trusted aspect, and it can be real. I've been in situations in past relationships where the person doesn't trust me or doesn't seem to trust me, even though I haven't done anything to make them not trust me. Yeah. And it kind of, it's all, almost like frustrating where you're like, oh, you want to not trust me? Now I'm going to go <laughs> give you a reason <laughs> and not, because it's like I try yeah. so hard to like, be trustworthy, trustworthy and then it's like they're not it's kind of like this helpless feeling you're like all right helpless. i'm gonna go give you something to not trust right? me about helpless but when someone <laughs> trusts you you're like yo i don't want to let you down and like thank mm -hmm. you Jesus. absolutely like, it's so hard to to do like and i know like in our climate like you know you see so many things that like all these horror stories of like people trusting and like this going wrong yeah. and mm -hmm. this going wrong so you can see how people can mm -hmm. have their guard up but when someone sees something in you and like they love you for you and they're like, yo, it's just us. Yeah. I got you. It's like, yo, I don't want to do anything mm -hmm. to, to, to disrupt this. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. What's you your, know what mine what's is, receiving? Right? Minor acts of service and quality time, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like kind of go hand in hand. Like I think I uh, really turned her on the first time I did dishes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. oh, he took out my trash yeah. once and I was like, where's the trash? And he had taken yeah, it out. I was like, I do love that. game love that. over. Yeah. Game over. That. Carrying heavy episode. things? Yeah. Done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, she saw me playing with, with little man. She was like, 
just, just started crying. I was like, what? I'm just playing, <laughs> I'm just playing with her. She was like, you're just such a good day. <laughs> Melting the heart. Yeah, seriously. That'll get me going. That will get me going. Okay, so we did also want to touch on the fact that you are building essentially a property empire. Oh yeah, let's um, talk about that. Thank I you, think, your mouth to God's ears. Thank you so, so much. So, and I think what's really cool is obviously you're sharing the whole process, which for me makes it more accessible. And it makes it more accessible because you're obviously showing it's not easy, but you're showing that it's possible. And I love real estate, you know. Yes, I, you're a real estate queen. Yeah, she's going hard. We're guys. trying, again, some of them not so great. <laughs> but she's going, Some hey, of them great. Profitable in all of them, I think. Ja, barely. barely but, but but we, that's great. The house that's we sold this summer was like a $400,000. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, amazing. I know, in like a year and a year and a half, two years. So there's not many wins. other jobs that will yeah. give you that kind of no, income not at true. all very few so congrats that's Thank hard you. Really cool. that's hard work right yeah. but it, and what i love is that there are people out there you don't need a degree for it mm -hmm. you know it is actually accessible if you can figure out how to do it so you sharing that content in such a like fun relatable way for me is like golden so how did that come about where did the passion come from what did it look like like what was the first step for getting into that well, I'm, I'm kind of from a real estate family in a lot of ways. My dad mm. was a builder my whole life and kind of my whole life. He told me it was a great industry and yeah. I kind of pushed him off just because mm -hmm. kids do that with their parents. They <laughs> right. don't want to listen to their parents. They want to find their own path. Of course. Mm -hmm. So I didn't do it. I mean, it worked part time for my dad over the years. And then I got into this podcast and website called Bigger Pockets. I don't know if you've heard of it. You guys but heard of it? Highly yeah, I recommend. Okay. I mean, well, you're about to be a big fan. Like amazing, Ooh. life changing for a lot of people, me included. So I was like, okay, I want to start, I want to try a flip. And yeah. I asked my dad, hey, will you will you help me learn on one flip? Mm. And so my dad and I partnered on the first one. You know, he did a lot of it. And it's kind of hard to learn when he's kind of in control. Yeah. I, it kind of takes you doing it your, on your own to really yeah, you make the mistakes gotta, and yeah. make mm. the connections. And stuff. So after that one, I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. Like wow. we can do this on our own. And so literally, I think you saw the transformation. My, a lot of my life, I'm like, I don't know what I'm passionate about career-wise. Oh. And one day, like, I, real estate just, like, got light switch. I'm like, yeah. I love real estate. Like, it was really weird how it oh. happened. And then we just started, honestly. And honestly, it was during COVID. So, mm. Which is not that long ago. No, this is, it feels like 100 years ago. But, you know, we got married. Yeah. And then the lockdown hit. And we live yeah. in a very tiny place, like 600 square feet. Mm -hmm. It was my bachelorette pad, but we live there still. <laughs> and I was like, what the actual F am I going to do at home for two weeks to flatten the curve? What am <laughs> right. I going to do? And Chris was like, well... You know, maybe we should really like dive more into like remodeling houses, flipping houses, mm. renovating houses. He's like, because construction is considered an essential business. Right. So that was, you know, week Genius. one. Obviously, mm -hmm. we know how the next few years went. Also, the real estate market's been absolutely bonkers. Insane. And right now we're on our 13th project. Wow. Right. So how impressive is that? Really went for wow. it. A few of the projects are in California, but for the most part in Arizona. That's where Chris is from. Mm. And he is an agent in both states also. So that's really helpful. Okay. So he does the deals yeah. and like finds them. 
But I do think like you have so much good advice for people, especially when it comes to being accessible, which is why we're so transparent. Yes. I think in the past, before the internet and before these things like the Bigger Pockets community and the podcast, which LOL, we should like get sponsored by them because we we're, we're their biggest so fans. Great. Before, you know, the internet, really like all of this information was not accessible to people. Not at all. And I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just saying this, but I feel like wealthy people sometimes don't want to share their info mm -hmm. and we're just like tossing it out, sprinkling it around <laughs> like yep. sunshine all over the place. Um, yeah. Because why not? You yeah. know, why Absolutely. not share this information and show people that they can absolutely do it, yeah. but it's like, really hard at it the is same really time. hard but yeah. if you're willing yeah. to put in the work you can do this too Definitely. absolutely you got to really be prepared because oh, when you sure. step into it it's not something that's going to happen overnight <laughs> no or not automatically yeah it won't happen automatically yeah i was we were thinking about this about how i think there's a lot of myths surrounding real estate too or buying your first property or something where it seems very inaccessible to people there's you know, people saying you need 20% to do this mm -hmm. of your own money to do this. And throughout the process, we've learned a lot about using in the investing world, other people's money is yeah. literally the term yeah. it's called just using other people's money. And I think if you become knowledgeable about how to analyze deals and start building connections with lenders, banks, mm. private money, friends, family, whatever, really anybody can get into it. It's just a matter of creative shifting of money and taking some yeah, from here here yeah. even if you don't have your own you can do it you just have yeah. to learn to be creative yeah yeah because i have friends who are like how are you guys buying five houses this is crazy i'm mm. like it's not our personal money we're right. using really creative financing that to be totally honest and i had bought my own house i didn't know existed yeah. i thought like you work really hard you put down your 20 percent, you yeah. get your mortgage you get your lender uh, from a bank or whatever but that is not the route we take mm -hmm. at all and every project is a little bit different sometimes we have investors that we know that want to just like be hands off but want to be in real estate mm. but don't want to do the work yeah. we'll come in and like facilitate all of that stuff it, yeah. or different types of loans that most mm -hmm. people don't know about Even know exists right. Because yeah. it's really all about the information. That Absolutely. no one wanted to share until now. So mm -hmm. it's like, hey, that's we're giving so it out. <laughs> that's what's so interesting about like market crashes. Like I think, you know, everybody says like when a market crash comes, like it's going to be different this time. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like the, the, the wealth of information with the Internet, it's like, how mm. can we not like see things coming and like. But then it's just it's all about human emotion too at the yeah. same yes. time oh gosh so powerful that, he was talking about you know that what I'm earlier saying? Today. it's all about human emotion that's what guides a market to up totally. and down and does the swings like fear and confidence are the two that drive the market yeah Ooh. so no matter how much you know and even if you know it's coming like people will still react emotionally yeah. <laughs> and with real estate what he we were even talking about this earlier today it's like you can listen to the podcast you can get the info you can be like totally prepared mm -hmm. but if you do not take the risk the calculated risk by the way and take the leap then it's just an idea yeah. Yeah. you know and yeah. i think that's what separates successful people in any industry okay. from people who are not it's just like they do the thing like mm -hmm. they Period. just do it and you know People are scared of failing. Like you will. Yeah. So like, let's just you accept. Like fail. for sure you're gonna fail. Hopefully it's not a big fail. Yeah. Hopefully it's very mm -hmm. small. But it's just a part of the process. Yeah, it is a part know? of the process. Yeah, I think most successful entrepreneurs across industries have had failures before mm. success. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's very, very common. And in real estate, I think it's the number one thing people think or they people want to be in or are interested in at least. 
that the least amount of people actually take the plunge based on fear. They just mm-hmm. or they just don't really know what to do. Because yeah. if you ask ninety percent of people, in my experience, everyone's like, "Yeah, I would like to flip a house. Yeah, I would like to own a rental property." Mm-hmm. Like people, ninety what probably to? nine out of ten people would say that. And then how many do it? I don't know. Two percent, five percent. I don't know the number, but not yeah. nine out of no, ten. Yeah. So how do you two feel? If you have had like a failure or maybe a project didn't go as you hoped, how do you communicate and like, because you're doing this together. So mm-hmm. you're experiencing all the financial risks together, all the stress together, all of it. It's like, how do you stay positive and supportive and kind to one another? Well, I think from the beginning of this whole process, we never planned to work together. Like I almost, Mm. that's what I liked about him was like, he was in a separate world doing separate things. He wasn't also like, I'm a YouTuber and (laughs) I work on this channel. I thought that was really cool. You know, Mm. we had different things to talk about because of that, but we also had an understanding for what each other did. So we never planned to work together. It all happened very serendipitously. And I think definitely for a reason and a purpose. But we have very separate roles on these projects Mm -hmm. and we really respect each other's abilities, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, I know he's going to find the deal. He's going to analyze the deal. He's going to make sure that it's a good thing for us to get into. And I trust him fully. Mm -hmm. Back Mm -hmm. to the trust thing. Yeah, it's a a good feeling, honestly, that she trusts me. I mean, Mm -hmm. it it makes me feel empowered that she does because, I mean, it can be a lot of money you're dealing with. So I really appreciate that about her attitude towards all this because she has been very trusting mm. but i will like ball bust for sure yeah. i'll be like <laughs> and i'm like listen if you didn't want a wife like me you could have picked somebody <laughs> right. else i know you could have right. i'm like but i'm gonna ask some hard, hard questions, questions. <laughs> no, that's true you but no <laughs> it keeps you on your a game though. it does you know what I'm does, saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then i handle the design of the house like i'll mm. go in and say like i want all of these walls gone and he's like that's not possible <laughs> like that's not a thing we can do and so I wouldn't say we have like conflict in those situations. Mm. How do we? I'm, I'm kind of dramatic sometimes. I'm like, if we don't remove this wall, this house I is never selling. I promise you we're not going to sell. sell. It's never Take selling. Take it off. That's this hilarious. This house is ruined. Mm-hmm. It's trash to me. So then and that's in the like, back of my head. I'm like, I got to right. figure out how to do this. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to think that this house is not going to sell, sell because this wall's here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we definitely, we're one year into our like forever home renovation with like a, a year left. And I've just let myself get ahead of myself. <laughs> I've raised every ceiling. Oh, I have, you know, oh, custom dude. staircase. I've done it all. Oh. And then it's and like, I was te- we're oh. running out of money. While we was going through the process too, I was like, yo, you sure we need all this? <laughs> you know, she's like, nah, nah, keep going. We're good, and we're she's good. like, nah. Boom! We the studio's coming. That we we gonna put a studio in the. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can write off some of the house, right? So So you have extra money for good tile, Mm -hmm. right? And we gonna have this soundproof door. And I'm like, yo, that's a lot of okay. That's cool. So no, I'm getting it all from the source. I'll be bought. We good. We straight. And then now seeing as the bill is going up because the wood is getting so more expensive and more things. She's <laughs> Those like, Those lumber oh. prices. Already so ordered like. that stuff. Can't return it now. <laughs> it's coming on a boat. But there's a, there's a lot more pressure when you're doing your own house, yeah. especially if you're thinking it's your forever house. Yeah. I, know. I haven't it been in different. those shoes, but yeah. we're doing houses for these like hypothetical people we've never met. Right. And like, yeah. what will they like? Who are they? Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it is funny sometimes when people will look at our houses and then their agent will give our agent, which is Chris, feedback mm. and being like, they really didn't like X, <gasps> Y, and Z. And I'm like, they are, they don't know what they're talking oh about. Oh my God. You take it I'm like, oh, yeah, they have baby. no what idea what they're talking right. about. <laughs> we had that one time a house we saw in LA where the ring cameras were on. 
Oh and my it's gosh. like, come on, everyone knows that we're watching and listening. Yes. Someone's touring the house and you could just hear them like chatting, sh- you know, sh- shit and about the <laughs> bank and this. And then and then I was like, well, I'm listening. <laughs> that is such a great idea. We yeah. just put a ring at all of our houses. Because yeah. literally they were like, one couple really, really wanted it. And they were like, but how low do you think we can go? What should we offer? Stop. Yeah. Yep. And I was like, you cheeky so-and-so. Well, at least I know now. That is so <laughs> funny. Oh my gosh. Really funny. That's like the most genius real estate hack I've ever heard. Okay. Put a ring camera on your Put house. a ring camera. Yeah. Put a ring on it. I mean, that's, that, that is the question every buyer asks, though. I mean, yeah. that, to be honest, like they do. Even as their yeah, agent and I'm going to make an offer, they always ask that. Like, how? Oh, what, oh, what can we get it for? Yeah, what can we get it for? Yeah. Yeah. And we've seen some people win from it. Well, somebody got cute with ours. <laughs> the, the one in got Austin. Cute with the offer. They got cute and they shouldn't have. It wasn't the time to because the market bounced and then like when we caught the bounce, Boom, somebody came in with a higher offer and then they tried to come in and be, you know, not cute. But yeah. That's too late. Yeah. Yeah. Because they offended us. Because I was like, you offered 100 under. Like, come on. At a time it wasn't, like it this. Wasn't just, no. It wasn't time for that. No, yeah. that's not yeah. cute. It'll be time yeah. for that, but it wasn't time. Yeah. No. You guys have good timing, though, with all your yeah. deals. Congrats. Yes. That's amazing. Because yeah, the market's changing. It it's a lot different right now. It's the perfect Definitely. time. Yeah, but we, we did have friends, and this is the other thing with flips, right? We had friends that got an amazing deal, like mm-hmm. insane deal on this beautiful house, big old 8,000 square foot house in the perfect oh location. Gosh. I actually viewed it because I knew it was a good opportunity yeah. too, but there was a the biggest tarantula I've ever seen, like right there. And then there was a dead scorpion right in front of it. And I was <gasps> like, no, an never buying it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wham, it. Double whammy. The, the, the tarantula was, was big as too. big as my, I was like, not that buying is? this house, wow. even if it's a good deal, but they Terrifying. bought the house. And they're also like a year and a half in. They're turning into like a 12 and a half thousand square foot. It's going to be insane. Wow. Oh my gosh, can we move in? They won't even notice Honestly. us. They won't notice <laughs> Just be you but, and the tarantula. But they have nightmare neighbors. Oh, and the reason bummer. it's taking so long is like they have a HOA and everyone's complaining oh, no. and like just, you know, and it's just like, so you Hard. do have to kind of do your research a little bit. I don't yeah, know how totally. you would know about the neighbors, but like, these neighbors are so scary that the contractors are not turning up. Yeah, that's well. I always encourage people, like he's helped a lot of our friends because mm. he's an agent by their first houses. Yeah. And I always say drive by like mm. all different types of day. Yeah. So you can see like, oh, there's actually a lot of traffic in the morning or oh, at night. This is going on. I, yeah. I always encourage people to go a lot it's during a the escrow, escrow process, like before you finally yeah, you know, given right. all the money. You can always get out of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you might lose your your money but yeah. or some of your money, but that's a good way. But you just don't know. You just you don't, just know. don't so know. You got to be a risk taker. You do. You mm-hmm. really do. OK, so I feel like. I want to keep talking, but we do have to wrap it up. Right. We have to just go to dinner or something we, next yes. time you guys are in town. Yeah. So I would For love sure. to still ask this. What is something that you've learned about yourselves from your marriage, from being with each other? Well, one of the things that, because, you know, she, she I'm, I'm just the follower into these videos. She drags me in to go do dances <laughs> and all these things. And I think one of the things, she kind of brings me out of my shell. Mm. She gets my weird side out because I'm pretty reserved, just normally. Like, if you just see me any time of day, I'm pretty mm. monotone. Very mysterious. A right? <laughs> little bit monotone, a little bit mysterious. But then she'll have me come out and do these ridiculous, like, TikTok seen it, moves or whatever it. it is. And she's just... She, Nothing makes me happier. It's like she loves, Aww. like, she always said she wanted to marry, like, a, a cool but like hot nerd like guy that's yes. just goofy like oh. has fun whatever and i think his family's like who is that right. when he, I who's he turning the, into the yeah. man 
turned into. But nothing is hotter than when he acts weird. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. You're so weird. Mine's a little more serious, which is odd. But I think something we've talked about a lot and something that he, that I, I definitely thought prior, but that I think about a lot more is you can really never say never. Like if you see someone in a tough mm. circumstance, like, you know, their decisions have gotten them to a hard place in life or they have an addiction or X, Y, and Z things, right? You can never say like, I would never do that. I would never right. be there. I would never be in those shoes because quite literally all of us are just one decision away from, you know, completely life-changing, yeah, al- life-altering decision. And I think that's something he's really encouraged and obviously goes hand in hand with that. Like, no judgment to people mm. for whatever they're going through, whatever hardships that they're experiencing, whatever decisions they've made to, to yep. get themselves to that place, which might be bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Like you could be right there. Yeah. So, you know, I think we're a society and especially on social media. Oh my gosh, we could go on and on about that. So quick to judge, but it's like, you could be right there too. So that's I think that's something thing you've impacted. He's really yeah, brought out to me a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so we have a few quick fire ones. So what's the best date you've ever had? I don't know about ever. Our honeymoon was so epic, though. We went on safari in Malawi, and that was epic. That was like a week-long date. Yeah, it's hard to narrow one, but I was just thinking my birthday, she she knows I love eating a lot. Mm. And so my birthday was wake up, have a a cake and coffee, And then it was go get breakfast burritos, which is like my favorite food. Mm. And then it was lunch. And it was just like a day of nonstop eating some of the best food. And then it was going on a Duffy boat in Marina del Rey and eating more on the boat with friends. Food. Like food. It was just a yeah. day of food. His love language is burrito. Mm, I see. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Hey, what's the best burrito in LA? We also now oh, need to know. Oh, man. This, Our house? This I'm, man? I make a breakfast burrito every single morning at home. No way. Yeah, so you guys I'm, come over. What's in it? Sausage or bacon? It, or? It, it just depends. I mean, it can be ground turkey. It can be oh. impossible meat, the plant-based oh. stuff. Get tater tots, french fries, yeah, oh, cheese, Lord. eggs. I mean, it's it's a mix-up with always, I've always got a stash of like seven hot sauces in the fridge. <gasps> yeah. Serious. Seriously, you guys come over. Ooh. It's wow, like his greatest delicious. joy cooking. And it's he's Italian. It's like in his right. blood. Yeah. Right? It's true. I definitely true. push food and drinks on everyone that comes over. So <laughs> if you guys ever come over, expect oh, that I'm going to like oh, give, wow. make you eat and drink. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Three words to describe your relationship. Y'all can pick the three together. Ooh, that's a tough fun? one. Fun? Mm-hmm. That's you all the way. She's like fun on everything. Well, you know, we take having fun seriously. Right. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think affectionate, even though I'm not yes. touching her know, right now. So I'm weird. always like in her face. She like, like it. we have you a king. Her. We have a king size bed, and you'll see like that. Like this much of the bed is like worn in because I'm like always in her space when she Aww. sleeps. <laughs> He's on the other side. Right, but that leg is wrapped around. <laughs> the leg. Mm-hmm. So and, fun, affectionate. And spiritual. Spiritual. Yes. Oh, oh, beautiful. We always pray together. We're very connected oh, that way. So I would good. say that's like really yeah. like our foundation. Like we're very spiritually connected. Mm, I love that. Yeah, we're trying to find a church in Austin. We yeah. um, need to prioritize that. Yeah. Okay, so favorite wedding day memory? Our ceremony, actually. We had a very untraditional wedding. It was a surprise wedding. 
So people, it was I don't a know, combo. This. It was traditional yeah. because it was in a church, but then it was untraditional because it was kind of a surprise. Yes. No one knew they were going to a wedding. Right, so that's so was, like, good. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, but our ceremony just, it was like a really outer body experience. We didn't see each other before, which was his doing. Mm. So I was like, we should take the photos and do everything before. He was like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Which I was like, also, that's so cute. Yeah, I love that so much. Yeah. And yeah, I just feel like it was so special. And, you know, to see all of our family and friends there. Mm -hmm. It really was like a love bubble. Aww. I think that my experience, my favorite moment of that day, again, it, relates, <laughs> or it does relate to food, actually. Oh, it no. was It was right <laughs> after the church part of the wedding. We got to sit with the private, the chef that catered it and he, we had a little private meal before we went out into the party. Because yeah. so like, once you're in your together. wedding, you just want to like party, Beautiful. have a good time. And so they fed us before so that we wouldn't like pass out, yeah. basically. <laughs> I love to pass out from food. <laughs> oh, the funny, your funniest moment together. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's quite a few with know. you guys. Okay, so the dancing thing. So, you know, I just like to make these like weird dancing videos. Weirdly, I actually got a big brand deal with NBC World of Dance. You know that show oh, with J-Lo? Yeah. They were like, we just want you to dance the way you do. <laughs> and I was like, these weird dance videos I make, they're like, yeah, we want you to have a battle with someone. Wow. It was so oh funny. So gosh. I was like, oh my gosh, this is a thing. So we were on a trip to Nashville, like a brand trip, like a travel thing, mm -hmm. like get to know Nashville. Yep. And then we had an hour free. So we were on this bridge and we were listening to Chris Stapleton. He's one of our favorite mm -hmm. artists. I guess he's a country artist, yeah. right? And we just, I don't know what happened. We set the camera up on the bridge and like filmed this full on dance video. And all the people from the bridge like joined in. It was like an impromptu wow. flash mob. Flash it's like mob. the weirdest video ever, but that always makes me cackle. Yeah, that's a good one. That's day. one of my Love favorite it. moments. Yep. Oh my gosh. We have so a lot good. of fun. Okay. Goals as a couple for next year. Top two are buy our own personal house. Yes. Together. Mm. yes. Grow our family. Yeah. Okay. Babies, then, hopefully. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then career-wise, I think we're on a good trajectory. Just continue to lean into opportunities as they present themselves and yeah. continue to really like stretch ourselves with what we're doing, both with the real estate business and then, you know, I'm obviously still doing all of my all other of stuff things. too. So mm -hmm. mm, harmony, like finding more harmony. I think balance oh. is really hard to find. I think it's more about like balance is tricky finding harmony in life like some days this requires more attention and that's okay mm -hmm. this is going to get a little less how does everything like harmoniously work together i'll let you know if i get the answer right. <laughs> I don't know. we'll be back for part we'll two okay so where can we find you <laughs> oh my gosh well if you search jocelyn davis on the internet you'll be overwhelmed <laughs> i apologize gotta find the dance video yes but on instagram on tiktok on youtube mm -hmm. everything is just under my name jocelyn davis Yep, you can uh, find me on her page because she tags me in everything. So just Creasy Reesey. It's my name. C-H-R-I-S-I-R-I-S-I. -I -I. Love it. And you have a real estate website. Too. That's true. Oh, yes. yes. Yep. ChrisReesey.co. R-I-S-I. Okay. If you ever want to invest or learn. Or about learn how to flip. We love yeah. helping new time, new investors. So mm -hmm. we're Amazing. more than happy to help. There you uh, go, everyone. Check it out. And thank you so much for coming thank on Couplish. I'm oh, so thank grateful you. for you. Uh, you guys are just such a ray of sunshine and joy on yeah. the internet you really oh, wow. are thank you philip i've only met you once but i know everything about you <laughs> oh, from the internet thank you, thank and i'm you. so glad you guys are doing this and sharing yourself mm -hmm. we're so fortunate yeah. that you're sharing yourself with super us. cool good idea oh, for the show i'm gonna be definitely a listener yay <laughs> it. thanks for coming on and thanks for listening we'll see you on the next one
Thank you so much for listening. You can catch a new episode of Couplish every Friday. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating and review. It would mean the world to us. Follow us on socials for all the behind the scenes action and to get to know us a little bit more. I'm at Iskra, I-S-K-R-A. And I'm at Philip A. Payne, with one L that is. And we'll check in with you next week.